everybody. Welcome to The Path TV. We are Philip and Laura Baker. We are. And uh, always an honor to get to spend some time with you. Thank you for checking out The Path TV. Hey, we'd love to hear from you. Um, you know, go over to info at philipbaker.org and uh, send us a note. We would love to know uh, how, the, how the path is impacting your life and what country you're from. And just we'd just love to hear from you. And so uh, reach out, reach out. That would be awesome, awesome. Again, welcome to the Path TV. Brother Philip, why do you call it the Path TV? For those that are watching this for the very first time, that happens every episode. A great marriage is not a destination. It's a path. A it's a journey. And we're just wanting to get a fur further along the path. Always remembering that there is an enemy, there is a devil, he hates you, he hates your marriage, he wants to destroy it, That's right. and we can't allow that to happen. Come on, God wants strong men of God, strong men of God, strong marriages, strong marriages, strong families, strong families, strong churches, strong churches, strong kingdom. That's what the path is all about. And again, thank you for joining us today. Don't ever get comfortable. You're not going to ever arrive. If you are one of those people that rushes to get someplace so you can be there, listen, marriage is not about that. Mm -hmm. Marriage is not rushing someplace so you can arrive. You'll never arrive. We'll be, we'll be married 50, 60, 70, no, maybe 70. Yeah, I don't know. That'd I don't be know. pretty good. But we'll be, we're going to be married a long, long, long time. We're never going to stop pushing. We're never going to stop growing. We're never going to stop trying to be better for each other and for right. God. Amen? Amen. Amen. What you got for us today, babe? Story time well, you with, know. with Aunt Laura. Come on. <laughs> when we were putting this together, I, you know, I, I just was praying, and God just brought back a memory I hadn't really thought of in a long, long, long time. Mm -hmm. Y'all know my story. I was raised by a single mom, and she worked a lot. I mean, a lot, because it, you know, to support a, a child. Mm-hmm. She was gone a lot, and so back in the 70s, early 80s, on Sunday mornings, every Sunday morning, there would be buses that would come through our neighborhood, and they would stop and pick us up mm. to take us to church. I don't really remember if Mom got up and got me ready. I think I, I think I got ready myself, but and and there were like different churches. They were all I remember they were all Baptist churches, but there was like three of them, mm -hmm. and I'd just get on whichever bus I was ready at the time it came by. I mean, I just, it was going someplace, you right. know. But those churches loved me. It was a, I didn't realize I was a ministry at that time. I just mm. thought that's what they did, that everybody did. And maybe that's what everybody did. You were the mission field. I was the mission field. Now she's the missionary. <laughs> there we go. But I would go to church and I would, I would go to Sunday school and I was being taught the stories of the Bible. I was being taught the Word of God. I was being taught how to have fun in the house of God. I had friends there. Mm -hmm. And um, that's where I got saved, um, I think, every Sunday. Because if they had an altar call, I, I didn't want to miss it. Right. And so I, was, I remember walking down. I don't remember the exact time that I was saved or exact age that I was saved. But I do remember one specific time that sticks in, in me. And I remember walking down that really, it was a big auditorium. It was like a, a high school theater auditorium. And I walked down that aisle, and that was the one that sticks with me. So that's the one I'm claiming. That's the one I'm saying. That's go. when I got married. But, I mean, we got saved. But, you know, they put love in me. 
and they took care of me, and they put a love for the local church. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about the local church. Mm -hmm. They put a love in me early for the local church, and it was such a, you know, I always felt loved. I never felt like I was an imposition. I never felt like I was, I, I felt like they were excited, as excited to see me as I was to see them. And I would run out and get on that bus and just be gone till after church. Right. And they would bring us back home. And I did that for years, for years. And so I, I'm thankful for the local church that took time to love a little girl that may not have ever felt that before, you yeah. know? Yeah. Well, today we're finishing up a two-part series on the, why the local church is so important to your marriage, to your family. Yes. And last episode, you know, we talked about that the safest place for your marriage to be is in the local church, and we gave you some thoughts along those lines. Uh, but today, I want to I share this with you because I really want to seal the deal. Okay. I really want you to understand why the local church is so important and why you, your, your husband, your wife, your family need to be in the local church, especially in the times we're living in. Right. Times are so dangerous. Such, such prophetic things are happening. We're living in a perilous hour. We need to be in the local church. Your marriage needs to be in the local church. You know, one of the things I've been saying for years, and this is the dynamic for today, is I've been telling people, you know, Jesus is the answer for every person. Do you believe that? We do. Okay. Jesus Christ, he's the answer. He's not a answer. Come on. He's not a way to heaven. He's the way to heaven. He's not a truth. He's the, the truth. truth. He is the answer for every person. Yes. All right, number two, the, the, the Holy Ghost is the answer for the church. There was no church till the Holy Ghost fell in Acts, the second chapter that we're going to look at here in just a moment. The Holy Ghost is the answer for the church. Any question anyone has about the church, the Holy Ghost has the answer. But watch this. The church is the answer for the world. Amen. The church is the answer for the world. We believe that with all of our heart. That's why we're, for the last 16 years, since 2003, I've been in over 50 churches a year all over the world. Uh, I've been offered churches. Uh, I've, I've had phone calls. Brother Philip, will you pray about, partnering, uh, about pastoring this church or pastoring that church? What an honor to be asked such yeah. a question. But that's not what I'm called to do. No. I'm not called to a church. I'm called to the church. I'll spend the rest of my life. I'll be in my 60s, my 70s, 80s, all over the world endeavoring to leave churches bigger and better and stronger than how I found them, leave churches bigger, better, and, and, and stronger for the next generation. Why? Because I believe with all my heart the church is the answer for the world. And not if, with that being the case, how important is it for our family, your family, to be rooted and grounded in one of God's amazing local churches. We really want to dive into that a little bit more today. And so the scripture that I have for you today is in Acts the second chapter. The Holy Ghost fell in Acts 2. And suddenly there came a sound of a rushing mighty wind and it yes. filled the place where they were sitting. Come on, and there appeared unto them cloven, cloven tongues of fire. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And amazing things happened. And Peter went out and preached his preached his guts out. Come on now. And, and 3,000 people got saved. Yes. And it was, a, it was prophetic going all the way back to Joel. And at the end of the chapter, I'll read this. It says, And they continued daily with one accord in the temple, breaking bread from house to house. 
They did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And watch this. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. And that's the first time where we see the church, the church. On that day, the church was birthed. Come on, it came on the scene over 2,000 years ago. It came on the scene. And everything we are today, everything the body of Christ is, everything Christianity is, has come from the church. Has the church always been perfect? Of course not. Still not there perfect. have been some dark hours, some yeah. dark centuries when it comes to the church. But I tell you what, none of us would be living for God today. None of us would be heaven bound today if it wasn't for God's amazing churches. The church is the answer for the world. And we just want to give you some thoughts to really get that established in your heart. Because I believe if we can, then you're going you're gonna to know, you're going to believe just how much, how important it is to not just be in a church. If you're not in church, let's get in church. But even if you're in church, let's don't be a, let's don't be a spectator. Yes. Let's be a participator. Don't let that chair or that pew define you. Come on, that's not your place in the church. Where's your active place in the church? Let's begin serving. Let's begin worshiping. Yeah. Let's begin giving. Come on, let's don't be spectators. Let's be participators. Find Why is the church the yeah. answer for the world? Find your people in the church. Listen, he said it, no church is perfect. You're not going to find a perfect church. And you may have been in churches before, and I was thinking of this as you were talking. You know, there's people that were in churches and they were hurt. Listen, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Come on, go there. It's people, all right. Let's go there. People are people. Pastors are not perfect. People in the church are not perfect. You know, you may have been going through, struggling through something, and they weren't mm -hmm. there for you. They didn't answer uh, a call that you needed. Whatever it was and you got hurt, please know that that is the enemy. That is the enemy trying to keep you out right. of relationships. And so, you know, first of all, you got to forgive them anyway. Come on. So, I mean, you got to because that's what the Word of God says. You got to forgive them, not for them, but for you. So forgive them and go find a church that is that are your people. Yeah. You know, find people that you connect with. Find people that you can do life with your community, your people, inside of a church. Mm -hmm. it, it may not, it's, it's probably not going to be the pastor. It's not going to be the, the, maybe the leadership. Find people inside that church right. that, are, that are living life the way you want to live life and that can encourage you and build you. Bring out the best in you. Absolutely, absolutely. Maximize your potential. Absolutely. Get you operating on all eight cylinders. Absolutely. Come on! That's what we're talking about today. We want to give you a few thoughts. Okay. And I think you're going to jump in. I am, but I know you're going to jump right back in because the first one, I can talk about it but cannot talk about it like Philip can. But, you know, number one is... The church is always the church is the answer for the world. And listen, we have had in 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 the world we have had some great men, some great women of God live, but they've all died. I mean, they're gonna die. They have they've done great things for the kingdom. And so are we. Yeah, absolutely. Come on, unless so the rapture we, yeah. comes, we're all gonna have that moment. Absolutely. And they've done great things for the kingdom and they've they've advanced the kingdom, but they're gone. They're gone. And, you know, Philip's a historian. I mean, he could tell you names. He could go all the way back and probably probably will. But it's been the local church that's got it done. 
It's been the local church that's been there, that's been ticking along, ticking along, ticking along. And so it, that's why it's so important. Listen, I have my favorite people. You have your favorite people? Oh, I do. I have my heroes of the faith. Yes, and I listen to them whether they're alive or whether they're gone. I listen to them. Read I'm their encouraged. Books. Yes. Uh, but listen, it's the local church. You can't live just on that. You have to also be in community because we're people. Mm -hmm. we, need, we need other people. God created that, us that way, and that's why he created the church, so you can have like-minded people that you rub elbows with, that you irritate, that irritate you, that bring out the best in you, that challenge you, mm -hmm. the church. That's where, you, that's, that's where you need to be. That's it. Great men and women of God, they come and go, they live and die. Yeah. But the church, 2,000 years, just keeps on ticking, keeps on ticking. Alexander Dowie, I'm gonna do, here we go, here we go. Alexander Dowie, uh, William Seymour, Smith Wigglesworth, John G. Lake, F.F. Bosworth, Amy Sybil McPherson, Maria Woodsworth Etter, oh my goodness, William Branham, Jack Coe, A.A. Allen, Lester Summerall, Kenneth Hay and Catherine Coleman, T.L. Osborne, Oral Roberts, the list goes on and on. Come on, none of these people were perfect, but I tell you what, they impacted the world. Uh, they, they, yes. they, they, they lived, they died, they, they, they built the kingdom. Uh, none of them were perfect. None of them were perfect, right. but they're all dead. They're gone. Come on, they're, they're gone. They're in heaven, they're rooting us on. Uh, great men and women of God, they come and go. But the church, the church, the church just keeps on ticking. It's the ultimate energizer bunny. And I tell you what, I want to leave it stronger than how I found it. Right. Because one day I'm not going to be here anymore. I'm going to be in heaven. Uh, talking to all those great men and women of God. But the church is going to be here, and I want to leave it greater for the next generation. Amen? Amen. Hey, we want to take a moment and give you an opportunity to sign up for something phenomenal. It's called the Daily Move. It's absolutely free. It takes like 15 seconds to sign up. It'll start arriving in your inbox every morning, and it'll only take about 15 seconds to read. Because it's not about the quantity of words, it's about the quality of words. And so we want to give you an opportunity to find out about that and show you how you can sign up. And you can sign up today and tomorrow morning, boom, it'll start hitting your inbox and it'll start moving you uh, tomorrow. Hey, check this out. We'll be back in 35 seconds. Welcome back to The Path TV. As always, thank you again for uh, checking, us, checking us out and tuning in. Again, hey, uh, the, the Daily Move is waiting on you. Just go over to philipbaker.org and you can sign up and, man, it'll, it'll bless your life. Hey, while you're at our website, uh, check out our itinerary. Maybe we're coming to a church near you. We're in over 50 churches a year. We'd love to meet you. Absolutely. Amen. We're talking about the local church, God's churches are the answer for the world. Great yes. men and women of God, they live and they die, but the church just keeps on ticking. And with that thought in mind, how important is it? How important is it for your marriage to leave God's churches bigger and better than how you found them? 
Come on, I really want you. There's a responsibility we're talking about here. You want to have a great marriage? I believe this is a responsibility you have to embrace. And that is to get in a local church and leave it better than how you found it, but also leave it better for the next generation. Yeah. Your children, your grandchildren. Right. Come on, and not just your children or grandchildren, but the next generation as, as a whole. Because they're watching. And they're going to need, they're going to need these churches. Come on, we, I always ask people, I always say, hey, uh, do you want your kids to, grow, go, to go to church when they grow up? Yeah. Everybody says, yeah. yeah. They'll, they'll say, well, of course I do. Yeah. Well, do you want your children to just sit in a chair or do you want them to participate in the church and serve? Well, of course I want them to serve. Do you want your ki kids to be givers? Come on and support the church and support missions and be givers and build the king. Well, of course I do. Well, if you want your kids to do that, are you doing that? Are you in church? Are you serving? Are you giving? Or are you going to just lean on that old strategy of uh, don't do as I do, do as I say? That didn't work. Uh, how, how did that work out for you? Is no. that what you did? Did no. you grow up and do as your parents said, but you didn't do what they did? Come on now. Let's get real. If you want the next generation yes. to love church, love God, love worship, love serving, love giving, be all God's called them to be, do all God's called them to do, then that's got to begin with you and it's got to begin with your marriage. Amen? Because they're watching and they're listening. I Absolutely. promise you. I, 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 Philip tells a story about being little and watching granddaddy over in the corner. He would pull out every Sunday morning. He would pull out because the, the Baptists would give um, envelopes for tithing. They would be in a box for the whole year. Right. And he would watch him. Granddaddy never said, Philip, you need to tithe. He never said that, mm -hmm. did he? Did no. he ever say that? No. No, but he watched him do that. They're watching you. What, what, are, you, what are you leaving? What are you saying? Right. What, what, what's your heart showing? Hmm? That's it. I'm a, I'm, I'm a tither, I'm a giver. Oh, so much because my granddaddy was yeah. a tither and a giver. And yeah. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, in the days ahead, in some episodes, we're going to do a really uh, wonderful string of episodes all about the role of finances in a marriage. Because that's one of the main reasons that marriages end in divorce is because of financial struggles and disagreements and Differences. different just, priorities. Just difference. yes. And I mean, we're really going to get into yeah. that deep because that's something Laura and I are real passionate, passionate. about. Amen? And so, our, hey, our last thought for you today is, um, you know, we just celebrated 30 years of ministry. And over all those years of ministry, I have met people that have said something like this. They've said, you know, Brother Philip, I love God with all my heart. I love Jesus with all my heart. I know I'm saved, but I just, I just don't like the church. <laughs> I just, you know, I've even heard the word hate. You know, I hate the church. I don't like the church. I, I love God, and I love Jesus, and I'm born again, but I just don't believe in the church. I'm not going to church. I don't like the, I don't like the church. People, I don't like the people. And I don't like the people. La, 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 la. And most of the time it comes out of some hurt place. Right. Okay, well, y'all ready for this? You know, that's, that doesn't fly. It, it doesn't fly. It, that's not, when you stand before God one day, that's not going to fly. And I'm going to tell you why. You know, uh, let me give you something to think about. If you came up to me, you met me in a church, 
and maybe you knew me, maybe you didn't know me, whatever. And you walked up and you said, Brother Philip, man, I just want you to know, I, I love you and Miss Laura so much. Y'all are awesome. We love the Path TV. We love the Daily Move. Oh, Y'all have impacted our life. We just love you so much, man. We'd love to spend some time with you. And you just went on and on and on and on and on. And Laura and I, we would be just so blessed and humbled. And we would just be like, man, thank you so much for encouraging us. But then you said, you said, you know, not you, but you know what I'm talking about. You'd say, but here's the thing, uh, Philip and Laura, we don't like your kids. Keegan, Madison, and McKinley, we can't stand your kids. Matter of fact, somebody might even say, we hate your kids. We don't like your kids. We don't want to be anywhere near your kids. Well, you and I got a problem. We got, we got trouble right here in River City. <laughs> We've got a problem, and the problem is this. No matter how much you love Laura and I, if you don't love what's most precious to us, our kids, you and I aren't going to have a relationship. Sorry. That's just the way it is. And if you're a parent out there, you know what I'm talking about. Somebody can love you all they want, but if they don't love your kids, if, if they have a problem with your kids, if they don't believe in your kids, if they hate your kids, you ain't going to be in a relationship with them. Nope. Well, I'm telling you right now, what's the most precious thing to the father? It is his local churches. Come on, the church is the body of Christ. Come on, one of the reasons Jesus died at Calvary and sent the Holy Ghost is so the church could be birthed. And it's the church over 2,000 years, mm, the good, good, the bad. Yeah, that's good. Come on, the good times and the bad times right. that, has, that has built the kingdom of God. And I'm telling you, listen to me with all my heart, you need to be in the local church. Once again, you're not going to find one that's perfect. I said this last episode, if you find a perfect church, will you please leave it immediately because you're going to screw <laughs> it up. Right. Come on. Churches aren't perfect. You're not perfect. We are not perfect. But you know what? Our job is to get in a church and let's make it a little bit more perfect. Come on, let, let's add our love. Let's add our faith. Let's add our service. Let's add our worshiping. Let's add our giving. And let's leave that church bigger and better for the next generation. Come on, so that when we're, when we're gone and you're up in heaven and you're looking down at God's churches, you can say, hey, I did my part. That's right. Come on. Don't you want to spend eternity in heaven knowing you did your part? I know I do. And so if you, do you want to have a great marriage? Uh, do you want to get a little further along the path today? Enough is enough. Let's get in a local church. Find a pastor. Find a church that stirs you up, stirs your faith, stirs your, stirs your love, right. stirs the vision in your heart. Um, get, get you operating on all eight cylinders. Get you out of survival mode and over into thrive mode. That's right. Come on, helps you not be a captive, but a deliverer. Yes. Let's get in a local church. Amen? Amen? Come on, baby. Let's start wrapping this thing up. Well, I tell you, you know, you, you think about you're doing this, and we're talking about doing it for your kids. You know, you're doing it for you because it's what will grow you. The byproduct of that is that your kids get blessed. The byproduct is your kids' friends get blessed. The byproduct mm -hmm. is the young people around you that are watching you. And I said it before, they're watching. They're seeing it during service, during worship, if you're watching your watch. Oh, if you're trying to, you know, they're, they're watching you. They're saying, okay, 
they'll never say that. They'll never say, I'm watching to see what you're doing and how you're doing and if you're giving and if you're serving and if you're worshiping and if you're engaged or if you're on your phone checking Facebook during service. They're not going to say that, but they're watching. They emulate us. That's what, ch that's what children do. They grow up. And as little children, we know that that's what they're doing. Mm -hmm. But as they get up older as teenagers, we think they're not watching, but they're watching you. They're watching. Absolutely. And so, you know, we talked today and we... You can tell there's just a love for us, for the local church. It's, it's the reason we are who we are, both of us. Don't let, don't let us love our local church more than you love your local church. Ooh, come on, there's your challenge. There you go, there you go. Or love your pastors. We love our pastors. We love our pastors. Do you love your pastors? Listen, once again, no one in the world is perfect. We're not perfect. But the, the place, the safe place for you and your family to be, the safe place to grow up, Amen. The, the safe place to be taught is in the local church. Right. That's it. That's it. Let's get in the, let's, let, let's get in the church and let's get rolling. Amen. Hey, um, first of all, make sure in, when this episode is over, sign up for the Daily Move. Go over to philipbaker.org. Take 15 seconds to sign up. Your name, your email. Tell us what country you're from. That would be awesome. Awesome. We love hearing the countries that are watching the episode. And there's countries all over the world that get the daily move every morning. And then I got a question for you. Um, would you like to go to the world with us? Think about that. Everywhere we go around the world to preach the gospel, would you like to go? I'm telling you, everywhere I go, every church I preach in, every nation I go to, there are people that go with me. Uh, there's two ways. First of all, go over to our YouTube channel. It's PVM Philip Space Baker. And uh, first of all, you'll get all the episodes that you've missed of The Path TV, but there's another video series there called On the Road. Oh, those are good. And I take you all over the world with yeah. me. And I introduce you to all these great pastors and all these beautiful landscapes and just releasing prophetic words. Yeah. And you'll love On the Road. And, uh, and then the other way you can go to the world with this is by partnering with Philip Baker Ministries. There's no way in the world we could do what we do without churches, businesses, and people that partner with us. Go over to philipbaker.org, click donate. You can give one time. You can give monthly. And whether it's $5 a month, $50 a month, $100 a month, whatever the Holy Ghost puts on That's your heart, right. partner with us. And everywhere we go, everything we do to build the kingdom, you will be a part of. Laura and I, we partner with 13 right. ministries around the world. Ministries in, in Australia, in Israel, in Bulgaria, mm -hmm. come on, throughout America, Tanzania, Africa. Mm -hmm. We believe in partnership. And the reason we have such incredible partners is because we are incredible partners with great ministries around the world. It's a phenomenal thing. Again, just go over to philipbaker.org. And you know, let me say this, it's babe. easy. Yeah. You know, with partnership, you know, we didn't we didn't start with 13. You know, that may sound overwhelming to somebody. That may sound like I, I can't do that. We started when we first got married and the first p person that we partnered with it was 5 a month and it was a struggle. Right. I'm not going to lie. There were times when 5 a month was a lot. Yeah. But it grew and it grew, and we believed in that person and what he was preaching, what he was doing, how he was reaching Amen. churches, because he was going in. Actually, he was doing what, at that time, what we wanted to do, and we were sowing Amen. into that. Amen. Amen. Hey, God bless you, and we'll see you next time on The Path.